regardless of how difficult the struggle with commitment and consistency, anything is possible. You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. And now without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hey there, No Labels, No Limits podcast listeners. Welcome back. I'm Sarah, your host of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, where we are on a mission to help individuals, teams, organizations, and especially nonprofits to think outside the box, move beyond limiting beliefs, and create profound impact in the world. And get ready for a transformative episode today on the No Labels, No Limits podcast, because I have a true wellness warrior with us. I'm a little biased because I like this topic. It's something that on my little, uh, I would say, hobby level, but I'm a researcher at heart. I dig into this a lot. So I'm so excited that we have um, Fanny Martin with us today. And before I bring her on to live, let me share a bit about her. She is on a mission to empower those of us in our second half of thriving years, individuals over 50, who have faced weight gain and its health consequences, particularly folks who are also caregivers. Now, with her certified health and wellness coach expertise, Fanny has unlocked the secret to shedding those extra pounds while savoring our favorite foods and rediscovering joy of life. Um, I like the savoring my favorite foods part. In just one year, she's guided dozens of individuals on a journey to a healthier, happier life. And today I'm going to talk, I'm going to ask Fanny to share with us and to talk about, you know, that, that connection between the joy of eating and our microbiome, food and inflammation, tangible benefits from a health journey, and then keeping on track when our eating is different from other family members or we're traveling or out of our controlled environment. So stay tuned as I ask Fanny to get into the weeds with me. Um, and now I'm going to officially welcome Fanny Martin to the podcast. Hi, Fanny. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Thank you for having me. Well, I'm pleased to have you. I quite sincere when I talk about this being something that I'm very interested in because I bet it's been eight years ago now my husband got diagnosed with celiac, right, from just some kind of weird thing going on with them to finally going, it's celiac, no gluten ever. It's not a joke because he couldn't figure out what was going on, right? It's all this IBS stuff and skin stuff. So that got me really alert with what was going on being eaten or we were eating. Um, but that led to questions about, you know, inflammation, staying healthy, all of those things, which put me down a rabbit hole. So I feel like you're my own little expert that I get to ask questions of. But before I get there, I would like to ask you, you know, you say that you were in the exact shoes of the clients that you serve today when you started where they are when you start working with them. Can you share a little bit about your journey up to this point? Like, how did you get in the place you are today? Thank you for asking that question. So, yes, I can um, answer to that. I um, have two adult children. Um, one is medically fragile and the other has a disability. So I was a busy mom, super busy mom. I did not take time to look after myself. And you know what that means? We eat whatever we can 
we get ourselves too tired, we get ourselves too stressed, and we gain weight. And obviously, I kind of run myself into a little bit of a few minor medical concerns where I had to shed some pounds and figure out how to do that. And actually, it it was a wonderful journey. Um, I did not have to give up all the foods I enjoyed. And here I am today. I'm successfully still at the weight um, that I want to be. And my medical concerns are gone. And I'm ready to help everyone or anyone that would like to have their ideal weight and feel good. So this is, I'm going to ask this question because I think it's one that people want. And when you look on social media or other things, it's like, you can do this in 30 days or 90 days. How long was your journey? Because being able to sustain that is the other part of it. But how long was that journey to where you got to where you were at your quote unquote ideal weight feeling healthy? Definitely not one month, for that's for sure. So it probably took me in between eight months and a year. That's but not it's that very long. sustainable. No, it was it's very sustainable and I feel good. I have lots of energy. I sleep good and so I'm not complaining. I actually felt quite comfortable losing the weight at the speed I did, which was in between one and two pounds a week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just it's so you know, we're such a on-demand society. We want it. We want it now. We don't want to be in discomfort. We don't want to be inconvenienced, any of that stuff. Um, or it's like, could I just have a pill? I just, I want to not change anything about myself. So what are some, when you work with someone, say I come to you, what are the likely challenges I'm bringing to you and saying, Fanny, I need help? What do folks tell you off the bat? Well, they tell me that they, they love sweets, they love alcohol, they love sugar, they're not motivated to walk, they don't sleep well, they don't have time, simply don't have time. I want to lose weight today, but I don't have time. Um, commitment is a huge thing. A lot of people are afraid to commit, which is understandable. It's a big commitment. Um, but guaranteed with commitment comes great success. What underlies that fear of commitment? change. Say more about that. Like, what are they afraid will change? Is it about themselves physically or about their relationships? I mean, just what is, what types of change are kind of um, objections or obstacles rather for folks? Possibly their family won't support what they're doing, or maybe when they go and socialize, they can't eat the food that's there, or they're going to have to give up their favorite foods. Um, most people, when we like chocolate or sugars or enjoy having a drink with our friends, is something that when we think about weight loss, we probably think we're going to have to give it up, right? So what's your philosophy on that? My philosophy on that is you don't have to give up all your favorite foods. You can lose weight and still enjoy your favorite food, favorite foods while you're doing that. And which I imagine keeps it sustainable for folks, right? That's exactly correct. Yes, I've had a couple of ladies, if you don't mind, I don't know, maybe you don't have time for me to share this. Oh, please, no, give examples. That's great. Yeah, yeah, I had I had a 73-year-old who was pre-diabetic, didn't want to go on insulin, uh, didn't want a dietitian, but she needed to lose weight if she didn't want to go on insulin. So imagine 73 years old, 
you've had habits all these years and now you're at the point where you have to lose weight or go on to insulin. Those are your options. She came to me, she called me, she had heard about me and she actually was quite shocked. She said, I've tried everything, nothing's worked. She was quite shocked when she started losing weight the first week, the second week, the third week. She's like, this isn't so bad. I actually thought it would be more challenging. And as was the other lady, the same story. She was a bit younger, but 65, and she had high blood pressure. So same thing, had to change her diet and stuff. And she said it was the easiest thing she's ever done. So I like to hear those stories because it just makes my heart full to know that these people are enjoying losing weight and feeling good. So I'm going to ask you to talk about like kind of the process you take people through or you're thinking around that. But let's dig in a little bit first about, we okay, so high blood pressure, diabetes, right, avoiding the insulin or medications. What are some of the other tangible health benefits that you yourself or your clients have already experienced from making these changes? The health benefits would be that they don't have inflammation, they have more energy, they sleep better, they keep themselves out of that pre-diabetic state, their blood pressure drops, um, their cholesterol drops, and so yeah, their overall health is just much better. Hey there, everybody. I want to take just a minute out of this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast to tell you that we are officially opening the Sandbox membership in September. So if you're not already on our mailing list, please click the link below to either sign up for the membership or get on the waiting list for the membership. And if you click the link, you'll find more information about what's included, what our plans are, and better yet, you'll be on early enough to help decide what is most important to you to experience in the first three to six months of the membership. So don't wait, click the link below and join us in the sandbox where fun happens. We get to do a little R&R, &R, little learning, support one another and really grow and expand in ourselves, in our lives and impact the world in a profound way. So come on over, join us. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about that in terms of that becoming a, a self-motivating factor as well, right? Do they tend to, um, like even the folks who say, I really don't want to walk or have time to walk, do you notice their daily habits changing at all? Yes, absolutely. So what we do is we work with small goals that are achievable. So we make it work for the person I'm working, the client I'm working with we work it into their lifestyle. So when they start seeing success in a small goal, it's easier to open up to other changes because if that works, it's not so bad. It's failure that draws us back a little bit. Yeah, it can. It can knock you on your heels, but it, but then you kind of mm -hmm. have to get up and think, okay, what did I just learn about myself? You know, right? Because I've had, I've had folks say, get up and have like this fruit smoothie. And I'm going, okay, I'll try it. I'll tell you what, two hours later, I do not feel good. It's too much sugar, no protein. And I'm going, hmm, that doesn't work for me. You know, mm -hmm. I can do that later in the day and I often won't do 
too much fruit anymore. It's just like do more veggies. But um, but it was also like, okay, that didn't work for me. But I also know that I felt better eating at certain times, which were suggested, you know, like just like a flow kind of thing. So that's, mm -hmm. but that was a little success and a setback that was actually a setup for, okay, stay consistent, just keep learning and going. So it sounds like you're very customized with people. Yeah, and there will be setbacks. That's very, very, very common, not to get discouraged when there are setbacks, because setbacks obviously will happen. That's life. <laughs> that is life. That is a fact. <laughs> so, okay, pretend I'm your client, and I want mm -hmm. you to just spend like five minutes. Take me through this as maybe my first or second time talking with you. What are we doing? Well, first of all, I'm going to meet with you and I'm going to say, so Carol, tell me something that's been going well in your life. Oh. Uh, not Carol, Sarah, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I don't care. I mean, I, I'll go with Carol. I kind of like that. Name. <laughs> anyway, so I would just pick it. It's random. It doesn't have to be anything specific. I'll, I'll just tell you what's going fun. great is I don't miss my walk every day. You don't you know, miss your like, walks every day. so Yeah, that's kind of like my anchor. So you're celebrating that you don't miss your walks. I do not miss my walks. Well, that's a great celebration. Yeah. I will if the weather's really terrible and there's sideways sleet. I'll, I'll do something different. But other than that, no, I don't. I go every day. So then typically I go over the goal that you set for last week. And we see if it needs adjusting or how it's going, how you feel about it, that type of thing. And then from there, we move on to what would you like to work on for the next week? And my sessions are 100% client-centered, so it's not about what I want for you. It's what you want for yourself and how will it fit into your lifestyle? What do you need to do to have it fit into your lifestyle to make it work for yourself? So if this is around health and wellness, is there a framework or a process? Like, are we going to, what are we going to touch on? So that I would know like what some of my goals would be. Is it going to be on things like the walking and other things? Give me a sense of like I walk in and how do you know where to start me so that I, I stay focused and stay consistent? Well, we go over what you'd like. What, what do you want to see? By when do you want to see it? What are you doing? What's going well? What, what would you like to do? What would you like to change? Then we start focusing on, so what's most important for you right now to start with? And that's how we discover what, where the starting point would be for you. Okay, so let's say my, what's most important to me is having easy, healthy food that makes me not feel bloated, not feel fatigued, and not have my skin break out. How about that? Those are the, the, I can tell when I'm not eating well, because those will be the things that happen. It's like I'm tired, my skin breaks out, and, I, <laughs> and I'm a little cranky sometimes. I just get a little cranky pants. So, um, and I can tell the difference. So you'd like to talk about foods that don't make you feel bloated, tired, or break out. Am I understanding you correctly? Yes, you are. And, and yeah. if they have anti-inflammatories, helpful. Because I want to keep walking, right? I don't want to, like, start getting where I don't want to walk. Okay, so, and then you want the anti-inflammatories as well. Okay, so then my question to you would be what foods 
the foods that you are eating that are causing these problems, can you elaborate on that? What are those foods? I would say sugar, pure sugar, um, or things high in sugar. Mm -hmm. Certain carbohydrates. So like I was talking about fruit, even too much of a fruit will do that, or certain types of fruit. I'll just like, whoa, that's too much sugar. And uh, just heavy carbs, I would say, you know, other than that, um, because when I, it's almost like if that's not present, I feel better. So, but when I eat, it's like a good, it's one of those things, man, it sure tasted good going down, but about an hour later, you're going, I feel kind of sluggish. I wish it was tomorrow already. Great noticing, and you notice how your body feels with the foods that you eat, and those are sugars, heavy carbs, and um, fruit. So you like to stay away from those foods. So what are the foods that you'd like to eat instead? What do you think would be more beneficial? Well, I think more, uh, I've added more like protein in, whether it's protein powder or um, not a lot of meats, more fishes, fish or fish, and sometimes beef, not a lot. Um, but I've really been trying to be creative with vegetables, you know, so just and trusting that I can cook without having to make it a big deal. Um, so, you know, like a, a plant-based ratatouille type of thing where I, you know, like cauliflower rice and different veggies in it. Um, so, I mean, but just feeling confident about putting something like that simple together, that's mm -hmm. balanced. But sometimes I'm not sure it's so balanced. Well, you're talking about vegetables and proteins, and I'm understanding plant-based prote proteins as well. Am I understanding you correctly? Yeah, I'm less, because I will have like um, beef broth and different proteins in that area, whether it's the whole meat or not, I'm not as worried as about plant-based proteins. I really want the plants for the variety of the vegetable benefit, though, you know, all of their vitamins and minerals type of thing. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, so they have lots of benefits. You you feel they have a lot of, of benefits. I'm getting tongue-tied here now. Um, <laughs> lots of benefits with nutrients in the yeah. vegetables, and that's what you're kind of after. And I'm understanding that's what makes you feel more energetic oh, and yeah. less bloated, and you don't break out as much. And Well, and who doesn't love a great salad, you know, with lots of stuff in it? It's just, oh, yeah, crunchy. Mm-hmm. Mm, and how does that feel when you've accomplished that? How does it feel? I really like it. But I will tell you that sometimes if I wait too late before thinking about dinner, the thought of washing and preparing, because I, you know, I wash everything. It's like, oh, I really should have thought about that yesterday. So it gets me into this whole thing, you know, Fanny, about eating well, but having it simple, you know, because like I said, I'm also thinking about meals that are totally gluten free. And mostly I only cook gluten-free in the house um, because of cross-contamination. Well, then if you came to Healthy Habit Hub, you'd come to the right spot because then we could work on your meal planning. And, you know, uh -huh. there's so many different angles in this hub where I joined with my clients that we worked on and we set goals up that help you become successful. Oh, uh, so you make it easy. Mm -hmm. Very. Sweet.
that, thank you for playing that little game with me because that really kind of helps me think about the questions you would ask, um, which are actually what I would want to be asked just to make sure the person was thinking about like where I'm at. Um, so, which isn't the case with everybody. You know, a lot of times people say, nope, this is the program. Here you go. You're here. Let's go. So I think just being able to be seen for what's most important to you is helpful. Describe the Healthy Habit Hub. That sounds so interesting. Well, that's where I meet with my clients, and that's where we set up their goals. And I have just launched this, um, the Healthy Habit Hub, which is an app. It easily goes onto your phone. It, you can journal your food. You can journal your bowel movements if you want, your sleep, your you can journal everything. And so you can track a track macronutrients. I meet with you in there. We coach, I coach you. This app is, Healthy Habit Hub is the best spot you can go if you want to, if you're a busy person and you want to lose weight, you want support while you're doing it, um, be held accountable. Um, it's just the sweetest spot ever. Sweet. Now, let me ask you your opinion um, for yourself or for the folks you work with. What about wearables, things that give feedback, like I'm thinking about watches or even different kind of clip-on things where people can track or ring, right? Like what's, how many steps have you taken, your hydration, heart rate? Do you use those or encourage the folks you work with to use those or review any of those stats? 100%. I wear a watch. I have, track everything. My health is tracked. Tell me the metrics that you track for your health. Everything. Right down to my sleep, my eating, my walking, my everything. Okay. So the reason I ask is because not everybody uses wearables or, or other electronic tools for tracking, right? Um, mm -hmm. They're much more common, but not everywhere. And not everybody. So that's why I asked about, like, if you only were going to track a few things, say someone's new to wearables, what would mm -hmm. you say were the three or four things that you would most, especially if you're going to meet with me and say, okay, next week, Sarah, I just want to check and see how you're doing. And since you've got a wearable, let's look at these couple of things. What might be those things that would help you help me? Or the things that could help yourself probably would be mostly like food, like proteins, carbs, fat, steps, and heart rate might be a good thing. But there are many clients that write down the foods that they eat, right? Like if they don't have a packable gadget that they're wearing they write it in a book um or on the app like the healthy habit hub like i mentioned on that app you can track everything in there except you wouldn't be able to track your heart rate and that type of thing what's the benefit when folks track their food success it helps us be more mindful okay when we're tracking so that's that brings me to another set of questions I have for you. Um, when you said mindful, it made me think of mindset, right? And you know, mm. you've worked extensively, extensively with adults, people typically over 50, and caregivers. What are mm. some of the 
challenges or mindset shifts that that group in particular find they need to make or need you to help them make? Challenges and mindsets, you said, right? So mm -hmm. the challenges are they're very busy, they don't have time, or they feel they don't have time. So that's an obstacle, um, not the mindset, right? Um, in most cases, they are very busy. However, depending on what we want, well, matter on the time we're going to set aside for ourselves. Um, the challenges would be, alongside the mindset, would be they don't have time, but you don't need a lot of time to be successful. So it's, it's just knowing how to manage your time. So what are some of the tips that you offer people to say, hey, here's a simple way you can start to manage your time or make more time. What are a couple of your tips for that? Um, so when I work with clients, I trust that the client knows more about themselves than I know about them. So they're the experts on themselves. So we work a lot on finding out what their answers are because most of the time everybody has the answers within themselves so what do you find folks tell you oh well people will say well yeah i thought i didn't have time because i thought i want um was too tired or i wanted to watch a show or that type of thing okay so it's a prioritization thing perhaps or shining a light on what might be getting in the way of their having time? That's a good um, point, yes. Okay, excellent. All right, so why do you focus on the caregiver aspect so much? Is that because you've had to master that in your own life? Yes, absolutely. It is because I had to master it in my own life. And I literally did think I didn't have time. I thought I was too busy. I knew I was too busy. I didn't just think it. I actually knew I was too busy, which when I got a coach for myself and they helped me realize that I do have time for myself, I'm like, oh, I guess I do. And it actually worked. So, so what did you do? What were some of the things you did? I imagine you did a number of things, but what were some of the things you did to make make some space for Fanny? Lock time off on my calendar. That was my time. Um, I made time. I was at a point where I didn't take time to really do a lot of socializing. I didn't feel like I had the time. So I started blocking small time slots in my calendar just for myself. And now today, I take days or sometimes a weekend at a time for myself. So it's interesting how when we start like that, start small and we're going, oh, nobody fell off the planet because I wasn't available, right? Everybody's still breathing and moving. They didn't even miss me, right? Once that you get in that, it just, it gets easier. It's like, oh, no catastrophe. I like it. Let's do more. Right, and it was a success, right? It's successful, I did it, it worked. Like you said, nobody fell off the planet. They all were there when I came back. They hardly missed it was gone, so I yeah. it was gone, so yeah. We, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves, I will say. 
I will say. And mm-hmm. it, and do you find for yourself that it's an ongoing process, though? Like when you get something new going on, it's it's easy sometimes to just forget, like, whoa, take a step back. You need some time for yourself just to breathe. Absolutely, yes. It's, um, to make, when I'm talking, I'm making it sound as though it's simple and easy and it's very sustainable. And it is, but it's a working progress. It's, Absolutely. You know, you need to keep paying attention to it. You do. Yeah, absolutely you do. And I think that's one of the fallacies. People think, oh, well, Fanny got there. She probably didn't have to think about it anymore. And I was like, well, it's a daily kind of thing of going, what's going on in my head? Am I saying, well, if I just worked another hour when you're too tired and you really need to do something for you? Um, it's, it is an ongoing process, Fanny. It really is. But it's kind oh, of cool. Yeah, but- yeah, because if I stopped walking and I didn't care what I ate and I ate all the chocolate bars I wanted, guess what? I'm not going to stay where I'm at, am I? No, not so much. Well, <laughs> that would be interesting. I, you know what? Sometimes I think the effects, this is one of the gifts of having some sort of reaction to eating foods that really aren't your friend, too much of them. As much as I hate when my skin breaks out, when I look at it, I'm thinking two things will do that, what I've been eating and my stress level. Every single time, those two things, one by himself, the other by itself, the two together, boom, it's fast. And I thought, oh, there's some real quick feedback. So pay attention, right? It's like, okay, take it back a notch, Sarah. Slow it down. So I do think that ongoing awareness is super helpful. So one of the things that I I mentioned to you before we went live on the recording, hit record rather, is the curiosity of how do you help folks or what tips do you have for folks? So like they get in this good groove when they're home and they've got every, you know, it's easy. We've got our stuff set up around us. You know, we, our stores nearby or wherever our habits are. Um, But say we go on vacation or we're traveling for work. How do we stay where we're able to maintain that, pattern we're in, right? What what kinds of tips do you offer folks? Well, like I mentioned, it's 100% client-centered, right? So when I work with my clients and if you were traveling, you're going to um, another country, let's just say, and your concern was the food. Like if you were going to a country where the more processed foods than what you're used to and you're not sure what it is, going to be like when you're there there's numerous different ways that we can approach that so what do you know about the country what do you know about the restaurants they have what is it that you'd like to eat what could you do to find out what they serve that type of thing so we work or find out what our options are how can you get yourself to a point that you're comfortable flying and you know you're going to be okay yep that's very proactive which is great like, okay, let's not wait till you're in the situation. What do you think you can find out ahead of time? I'm trying to think of what countries have more processed food than we do, and nothing's really coming to mind. So I kind of figure if you can make it here, fit that old Frankson, if, you, if I can make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? Um, so, and some countries have a lot more fresh food than we do. So, you know, like very just, true. Yeah, just the way it is. Now you got me wanting to travel. Um, oh, man. 
I'm getting hungry. So, Fanny, um, tell me if you were going to give someone a word of advice or something to take with them, what is essential for us to remember when it comes to our health, our health journey, and our health habits? Thank you for asking that question. So what my word of advice towards that is, regardless of how difficult the struggle with commitment and consistency, anything is possible. You're not alone. And I can't express that enough. You're not alone. Never. That's so encouraging. And I, I just think um, when we remember that we're not alone, that there's a Fanny Martin who can help us walk alongside us, is ahead of us on a journey, um, we can even be more confident. And it sounds like you've got a totally great hub that is a no-judgment, high-success hub going on there, Fanny. It is. A no-judgment zone, complete safe space. So, you know, I believe you have a free offering for folks who are listening, or you have a breakthrough session. Is that is that still an offer that you have? Can you describe Absolutely. what that is? What is that? It's a breakthrough session, so it's a 30-minute session. It's free where I will meet with you. We will see whether we can work together. Are you committed? Um, because my success rate is 100% at this point, providing you're committed. Um, and so we talk about what do you want and how are we going to get it, that type of thing. So by the time I'm done with that call, I'm pretty clear on what could be for me as long as I come with commitment and consistency. That's correct. Yeah, we will definitely know whether we're fit or not by the time we're on that 30-minute call. Well, so that's a no-lose. Free. Yep. So, folks, you know, we will have Fanny's link in the show notes. and. What is the best place, though, Fanny? Like when people want to talk to you, what's the best place for people to reach out to you? Um, they can go to my website or and they can go get into the hub through my website and just book a free 30-minute session. Okay, that's pretty easy. So yeah, we'll have them. Easy. Yeah, we'll have the website there for you so you can go on there and find it. Um, and Fanny... What one question do you wish I'd asked you that I didn't ask you? You asked a lot of great questions. Um, but one question you didn't ask is, like, how soon can people get started? Well, tell me the answer. Today. Oh, maybe not today. Maybe tomorrow. Because I'm at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock tonight here now. But tomorrow they could start. Okay. So there is, there's no time like the present to reach out. And, you know, regardless of the time of day, you can book a call by going to her website. She won't see it till she's awake anyway. So go ahead and um, do that. You know, it's, I think the best thing, and for me, it's a long journey on health, right? It's just consistent one foot after the other. It feels so great to start. And I remember I started my walking habit three years ago now, three years ago this month. And it's just I can't imagine a day where I couldn't walk. So um, it's my mental health. It really is. So I just, 
I'm encouraging folks, you know, just put yourself out there, talk to Fanny. You know, and if you're not a fit together, she'll put you in the direction of your, uh, something that might be better for you if you're not ready for her. Because um, that's what we do as coaches. If we're not the person, we know those who might be a better fit for you. And we're not afraid to share. Right? That's absolutely correct. 100% right. agree on that. Fanny, I'm so glad to have had you on the podcast. Folks, just take one thing Fanny shared with you and think about it and do something about it. Um, and if you like this episode, I encourage you to please share it with a friend rate or review it um, wherever you listen to your podcast. But it's easier to share the message and get healthy habits out there if we share it with someone we know who we think might also be interested. So with that, I will see you next week on the No Labels, No Limits podcast. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic business coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. Please remember to rate, leave a five-star review, and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Till next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.